Yes, it's the perfect parsha for Erev Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, definitely. So this week, Parashat Nitzavim, one of the rare occasions where we read Parashat Nitzavim without Parashat Ve'elech, and we're getting closer to the actual final day of Moshe Rabbeinu in this world, and Moshe is giving his last speeches to Am Yisrael. And within this week's Parsha, Moshe Rabbeinu makes a very interesting statement, a few psukim that also later on turned into a song, a famous song by Avram Fried, the psukim of Ki HaMitzvah Azot Asher Anuchim Etzavecha Ayom. And Moshe Rabbeinu tells Am Yisrael, this mitzvah that I am commanding you today, it's not far away, it's not in the sky. You don't have to ask who's going to go bring it for us and teach it to us and tell it to us so we can keep it. It's actually close to you. It's within you for you to handle and do. And looking at these psukim, you can't ignore these interesting words Moshe Rabbeinu is using. First of all, what is this specific mitzvah Moshe Rabbeinu is talking about? Is he talking about all the Torah? Is it really a specific mitzvah? Why is Moshe Rabbeinu being vague about what he's talking about? But even more so, you have to ask, what happened to Am Yisrael? If we look at the beginning of the desert, 38 years ago when Am Yisrael got the Torah, Am Yisrael said the famous words of Naseh and Yishma. First we'll do and only then we have to hear, no problem, what Whatsoever, just give us the Torah. We want to have it already. Yet here, Moshe Rabbeinu is describing a situation where Am Yisrael might say, it's so far away. It's so hard to get to it. We can't even get there. And even when we get there, we need somebody to bring it to us. We need somebody to teach us. And only after that, we can keep it. What changed in Am Yisrael? Why that big change? Why does Moshe Rabbeinu describe Am Yisrael's relationship in such a distant way, in such an opposite way than Am Yisrael were just 38 years ago when they got the Torah on Hal Sinai? Yeah, it's very interesting because Moshe Rabbeinu who says, this mitzvah that I'm telling you today, I'm saying this, I'm not referring to something else. So to say it's all of Torah is difficult. And really the Ramban explains that this mitzvah is referring to one specific mitzvah. Which one is that? He says, just read a few psukim before. Just before that shows up, we learned the mitzvah of tshuva, the mitzvah of repenting, fixing our ways. This mitzvah, says Moshe Rabbeinu, that I'm teaching you today, that I'm telling you today, it's not distant, etc., etc. But still, stands the question, why would he think that Am Yisrael, that have accepted every mitzvah as, you know, they'll do it, why would they suddenly think that it's something so distant they need someone else, as you said, to help them understand it. But maybe if we see this as tshuva, it will help us understand what Moshe Rabbeinu is saying. Because human nature sees actions that have been done as done. You know, if I was thinking to do something and I changed my mind, that's great. But the things I've done, they're done. It's the past. I can't change the past. I can improve my future. I can can do better, but I can't change things. I can't do tshuva. Tshuva means that I'm fixing something that I have already done. And we see this in the Gemara and the Yerushalmi that says that the chokhmah, the wisdom was asked, what do we do with a sinner? And the wisdom says, you know, he should be punished. And we turn to the Nevi'im and say, so what do we do with the sinner? And the Nevi'im say, what do you mean? Someone who's sinned should be punished. And then a Baruch comes in and says, what should we do with the sinner? He should do tshuva and all will be okay. So why would wisdom and prophecy not understand the idea that you should do tshuva. But maybe that's what the Gemara is saying. It isn't necessarily a logical thing. Tshuva doesn't really make sense. If something has been done, it can't be changed. It's reality. It's what it is. And even the prophets don't fully understand this as we see. We read on Yom Kippur, Sefer Yonah, where he doesn't like this idea. He's being sent to the city of Ninveh who did terrible things. And he says he knows they're just going to do tshuva and God's going to forgive them. And this bothers him because he's a man of truth. That doesn't 
doesn't make sense. Only Akarish Baruch Hu comes in and says, Tshuva is possible. Things can change. You can fix the past. You can improve. And that's what Moshe is telling Am Yisrael. You think that you messed up, you're lost. There's no way for you to ever change anything. Change, fixing something, even if it's possible, it's up in the skies, it's over the seas. And even if it could be done, you can't do anything. You've given up. Maybe someone else can come in and help. Someone will go up to the skies and help me and lift me from the place I'm in. It says Moshe Rabbeinu, no. It's in your heart, it's in your mouth, it's in your hands to change like that. You just need to truly make that decision that you want to change. As the Rambam writes in Ilchot Tshuva, yesterday, just yesterday, this person who didn't do Tshuva was considered disgusting and hated and distant. And today he's as close as can be. Just like that. That change happened in a moment. This change, which in human perspective is impossible, is the essence of tshuva, is the essence of the concept of tshuva, of Akarash Baruch Hu telling us, even though the world seems that what's been done is done and things are fixed and they're unchangeable, and how many things we look at and say, you know, we're never going to change that, we're never going to fix that, we're never going to improve that, says Akarash Baruch Hu, not only can you change, you can change in a moment. It's not out there, it's not far away, it's in you, it's in your heart. You just really make that decision and not only is it not distant, it can be done immediately. Exactly. Beautiful what you're saying. And really, when you look at the Psukim in this week's Parsha, like I was saying at the beginning, it's hard not to see the contrast from Nasev and Ishma. And maybe because back then in Matan Torah, when Amshal just got the Torah on Al Sinai, everything was fresh and new. And we know the feeling that we many times have in new beginnings. We just this week had the first day of school when a lot of kids and a lot of families had these new beginnings. And many times we wait for this new beginning just so we can say to ourselves, you know what, from this day, I will start behaving differently. I will change my ways because we need these external new beginnings to help us refresh ourselves and restart ourselves. And also looking at Amisar back then that climbed through those 49 levels of Tuma from Mitzrayim and Tuma Tantorah. They are really ready for this fresh start. They want to have this fresh start. They can't wait to start it. And opposed to that, Amisar now at the entrance to Eretz Yisrael, they are also waiting for a new beginning. They are also waiting for a fresh start in Eretz Yisrael. But really the danger is, like we said many times, like Moshe Rabbeinu has been warning Amisar, is that they will leave behind not only the bad things of the desert, but also the good things they had in the desert. And they will get into Eretz Yisrael and kind of start off a new life disconnected to what they had. But really the important point to remember is Moshe Rabbeinu is not talking about the future when you will be in Eretz Yisrael, but he's talking about today. It's mainly like Moshe Rabbeinu is emphasizing like you were saying about Tshuva. On the one hand, it's a very easy mitzvah to start to do. On the other hand, it's a very hard mitzvah to accomplish, to execute because it has so many levels to it. Because you have to go through so many levels and it goes so deep into your mind, into your mentality also, into your being as a person, you really have to make some changes within yourself. It has both aspects to it. Also the easy aspect and also the hard aspect, like Rav Cook says in the beginning of Orota Tshuva, where this is the mitzvah that he's all the time contemplating. It's a mitzvah that he's all the time thinking about and learning because there's so many levels to this mitzvah. The more important thing to remember about the mitzvah of Tshuva is, first of all, just think about today. First of all, just think about what's in front of you. All you have to think about is that first step. And the interesting thing about the mitzvah of Tshuva, which is unlike all the other mitzvahs that we have, mitzvahs Tshuva, some of them are farshim, some of the Rishonim actually say you can even do it partially. Unlike, let's say, tzitzis, where you can take a shirt and put on it only three tzitzis and three corners, that won't be considered a tzitzis. With Tshuva, you can do part of it. Like the Mepharshim explained by Ninveh, you mentioned in Sefer Yonah, where they didn't even give back what they stole. They only accepted upon themselves not to steal anymore in the future. And that was already enough for them to be considered Tshuva. Because with Tshuva, the important thing is 
just to start, just to start moving, just to get there, to move on to the right path. And even though it is one step, it is a difficult step to take, especially in the day we live in today for many reasons, like you mentioned. First of all, the internet never forgets. We live in a world, in a technology world, where everything around it is really written down somewhere. And no matter how much people change and how much a person is a different person today, there's this hobby that other people have to go and dig up the past of some people in order to throw it in their faces and show them how different they were back then and what their opinions were back then. And it very much discourages many times people to do tshuva, knowing and saying to themselves that even if I do tshuva, I can't change the past. Like you said, that's the number one. But number two, even more than that is we live in a post-truth world where people, instead of admitting to being wrong and instead of taking responsibility for things that they did, they would rather just say, that's your opinion. My opinion is different. And in order to do a real tshuva, the first thing is you have to take responsibility. You have to step up and admit to being wrong, to doing wrong. And that has become in the recent years a very hard hurdle to get over because we live in an information age where we think we know everything and think we understand everything. So it can't be that we were wrong. It can't be that we are wrong. So just these two things are some of the things that are holding us back from doing tshuva. However, we have to remember that again, tshuva could be also the easiest thing to do. You only have to think about only the harer tshuva and that would be enough in order to be considered a full tshuva in order to be a tzadikamu like the famous Gemara says and like Moshe Rabbeinu says in this week's Parsha, it's within you to do the tshuva. You know, the two things you mentioned about believing in the ability to change and on the other hand, being ready to say it, being ready to admit it, maybe that's exactly what Moshe Rabbeinu is saying. There's those two sides. First of all, in your heart, you have to believe that it's possible that you could do that change, make that change in your heart. But you have to also be ready to say it out, to admit, to recognize, but just those two things, as he said, that's what's needed to really make the change. And we spoke about last year, Arab Rosh Hashanah, about the idea of Rosh Hashanah coming before Tshuva versus after Tshuva. And I think it connects to this exact point, that in order to be able to do Tshuva, we first have to believe in it. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu is telling us today. And maybe that's what Rosh Hashanah is telling us. You are worthy. You are ready to stand before the king and accept him upon you. And therefore, you can do it. You can do Tshuva. You go through Rosh Hashanah where we can recognize this, recognize our places. Moshe Rabbeinu says, as Chazal say that Hayom is Rosh Hashanah. And as Moshe Rabbeinu continues to say, everyone, Rashechem, Shivtechem, all of you are standing here before HaKadosh Baruch And as he continues to say, and therefore it's not in the skies. You don't need someone else to bring it to you. It's in your hands to make that change. And when we leave Rosh Hashanah and believe and are filled with that strength and that light that we can make that change, then we're ready to go into Aseret Yemei Tshuva and actually begin that process step by step heading towards Yom Kippur. Wonderful. And I liked what you were saying about Bethicha Vigdalcha, comparing those to the two aspects really we were discussing. And we could talk many more hours about the concept of Tshuva, but we're out of time. So we'll just link now last year's talk for Rosh Hashanah and also the Parsha talk for Parsha Shlach, where we discussed more of the Indian of Tshuva, the concept of Tshuva. And Yitzi, we'll talk again next week in the new year. Great. Shkoyach and Shana Tova to you and to all of our viewers. Amen. Shkoyach to you. Shana Tova to you and to all of Am Yisrael. For more Talking Torah videos on different topics, check out our YouTube channel.